That was the weirdest countdown ever. I tried to do German. It you failed. Did I glaze up? No. In, incorrecto. Incorrecto. That's, Welcome. You can't to, just add O to something. That's incorrecto. Welcome to the under, <laughs> Welcome to the underappreciated movie podcast, where four friends discuss movies they love or just think would be fun to talk about. Like Jason X. And uh, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has a specific movie genre. I have horror, thriller. I have science fiction, fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Tony's <laughs> pick. <laughs> 263. This is episode 263. I, oh. I know whose it was, and I was like, shit, who's, who's? Wow. Well, I'm really about to say it. I was about to say it, and then he said it, and it threw me off, because I'm like, what do I say now? I gave you we plenty of time. We live in the same house. I know he did not start his notes. <laughs> he gave you like two or three milliseconds. It did. I mean, oh man, I'm prepared. I thought there would be a pause. Hey, you know what I want to talk about this movie? You know what's important? Hey, what? what's the main character's name? John. John. I mean, Jesus. We're watching it. Tony goes, another no, John. No, it's not I said, Jesus. This is it's your John. Pick. <laughs> like, you, your whole thing, like, last episode was how many Johns I pick. And the very first thing you do is pick a John. It's one of the most common names in the world. So I it's turned it on. Common names they were like, hey, John. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> it's so common that when you don't have a name, they call you John Doe. That's true. <laughs> she is correct. <laughs> like, there's... Jane Doe, like Jane, is nowhere near no. as common as John. John is still. Think. Do I know anybody that's actually named Jane? I, don't know I have Jane an aunt. Says. I have a great aunt Jane. She's quite elderly. Well, and there's Jane's addiction. <laughs> and I don't. And she has a that's gun. The, I think that's the only person I know in my actual life that I. So know. all the songs about Jane, none of them are good. And Jane used to be common. <laughs> And John used to be common, and John has somehow stayed relevant, whereas Jane has fallen by the wayside. That's because John is a solid name. It's also a biblical. It's a biblical name. People are always going with the biblicals. John, Michael. Yeah, but Montgomery. Yeah. There's a bunch of that's very good. Me and the There's a bunch of biblical names they, they don't use. <laughs> Judas. Ezekiel. Barbarous. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've run into any Ezekiels. <laughs> I think they live in the uh, Amish uh, country. So... Man, we really missed an opportunity to name our son, our son Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah. That's I must know a kid named Damien. I know Vic's uh, nephew's named Damien. Yeah, that's a cool that's, name. That's a pretty common name for... I knew a guy named... There was a guy in, named Devil in jail. I knew a guy named Lewis. His last name was Cypher. <laughs> that's not fact. That's from the movie Angel Heart. His name was Lewis Cypher. Mm-hmm. Lucifer. Get it? Lucifer is kind of a cool name, too. It is. That... Yeah, other than the negative connotation, they'd be like, yeah. they'd be like you know what's a really cool name? Adolf. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't do it. Why? One guy fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. It's true. So, speaking like of... Joe. You can't be the name Joe. You know, because of Joe Stalin? Speaking of aliens. Actually, Joe made a comeback. How come Adolf didn't make a comeback? Because Joe was already popular. There was already a lot of Joes. I mean, and I'm guessing Joseph not, Stalin didn't... There weren't a lot of Adolfs walking around. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know about the percentage of Adolfs in the population. Maybe it was higher than we think. But then again, Joseph Stile, Stalin just kind of, he didn't commit mass genocide. Actually, he did. Mm-hmm. Actually, he did. Did he? Yeah, he killed yeah. a lot of people. He may have killed. But he low-key killed a lot of people. Yeah. It wasn't as many as Hitler, I don't believe. <laughs> but, you know, when you start mass genociding people, how many is too many? Yeah. My answer was one. 
I feel like I don't know about the Joseph Stalin mass genocides. Mm-hmm. I know he murdered a lot of people, but... <laughs> All right, was it because of a specific so can category? we talk about something more fun? Like this like, movie? <laughs> oh, more fun? It's more fun? More fun? Let's, not talk no. about, let's not talk about a bunch of people dying. Let's talk about this movie. Where the whole world <clears throat> dies. Spoiler. I mean, this whole podcast is a spoiler. Jeez, I, mean, I didn't Thanos know. Thanos didn't even do this much damage. Well... All right, well, let's talk about this. Hey, you know what we got watched this morning? Infinity Wars. Nice. Still, still good. Yeah, it's amazing. You know what movie I watched this morning? Knowing. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's what time I watched this at. Midnight. Ooh. Ooh. You want to know what you don't want to watch in the dark with whisper people? <laughs> right, that's half my fault because I watched it beforehand. I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> he didn't say it's not, he uh, said it's not of, scary. There was a couple of scenes I was like, Elaine's going to be scared. Elaine's going to be scared of this when they start walking towards the car, but we'll get to that. Because I'm trying to change my sleep pattern because the overnight starts, so I stayed well, up till 3 a.m. last night, and I watched, I, thi- I, wa- I watched Knowing <laughs> so first, that scary. and then I watched some other stuff after as a palate cleanser. I mean, thank God I didn't watch it second. I wouldn't have slept. I'm just saying, Tony was trying to help. He wanted to stay up late. He picked this movie. So creepy. Yeah. You know we're going to watch uh, tonight so you stay awake? Hellraiser 2. I've never seen any of the Hellraiser. You'll stay awake after that. (laughs) Someday, Tony might pick one. Uh, Uh, If you pick one, I think the second one's my favorite. I like the first one, but it's nothing has... What you think Hellraiser is, is not the first movie. No, second one. And it made all a bunch of money. Is it kind of like an alien and alien situation where they're very different tonally? What you you do is you're like, oh man, Hellraiser. That's the one where the the guy does the puzzle box and the Cenobites show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happens at the last, like, five minutes of that movie, yeah. and the rest of the movie is this weird sex blood thing. Oh, that, that doesn't sound like I would see. Yeah. That no, that's why like... the second one. You yeah, the second, second one's <laughs> more into the shit. But do you have to watch the first one to understand the second one? No. Not really. you probably pick it up and pop it. Like, we've given you all that you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mess with the box, and the Cenobites show up. And what you do is you wait for a couple, like, 20 years, and you do a, a puzzle box in space. Yeah. Well, because we've done... <laughs> wait, what now? On the podcast, we've done... Um, Aliens, but not Alien. And we've done Terminator 2, but not Terminator. So I was just curious if it was one of those things where you could just jump in. Well, that's because Terminator 2 was a special episode because you can't get that in otherwise. Same thing with Terminator. But you don't you don't need to talk to how me like I don't it? understand how the podcast works. How did you, you got Aliens in on a birthday. Anyway. Yeah, it's my yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that we've done other sequels. But not the, ori- the originals? Without doing the originals. So I was just curious. Well, a lot of times the second one. Point. Why are they not listening to me? <laughs> a lot of times the second one is the best one. That's true. So knowing, same as the first, but much much worse. Came out two thousand nine. Has a Rotten Tomatoes of thirty four critical and forty two audience. Metacritic gave it forty one. Love that Metacritic. Budget was fifty million. Made one hundred and eighty three million. Mm-hmm. Really? It did. Where? I guess worldwide. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Audra saw it. Uh, you know. I saw it. I'm pretty sure you might have seen this. I've never seen this. This might have been on when you were in the room. Maybe, but I've <laughs> never seen this. I would remember being terrified of the Whisper people. (laughs) It was written by Reen Douglas. Mm -hmm. Have they written anything else? He did um, Mercury Rising. I've heard of that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Juliet Snowden also wrote it. She worked on a movie called Ouija. Snowden. There's a name you want to change. And Styles White also worked on Knowing... And Ouija. They, they have mm-hmm. a couple of things they did that was pretty much it. Like maybe they were writing Dewar and they brought the script to the other guy who made it better? 
Yeah. Or worse, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's starring Nick Cage. Never yeah, who's that? He was in The Rock at Connie on Face Off. Uh-huh. Is that it? For our Summer of Cage. National Treasure. National Treasure. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. Yep. And... Oh, oh, with Hargan and Cabana. Oh. <laughs> the Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Apprentice. <laughs> he was in a lot of movies. I really excited about the Hargan and Cabana. I was like, shit, I remember. That movie's great. How could you movies forget movies about Horbath? Wow, he's up there with at, um, Stallone. Like, and, uh, just say Schwarzenegger territory. Schwarzenegger, yep. Yeah, that's a lot of appearances. He's up there with Frank Wilker. Mm. Oops, sorry. Whoa. What are you doing? I got a message and I tried to flip it away <laughs> and I hit, evidently I hit it and it looked at my face so then it just went. <laughs> shit. Was it a GIF? No, it was a Instagram thing. Like, hey, she checks out. I'm like, I don't give a shit about this. Why are you this. on your Instagram? You I wasn't on Instagram. You were listening. I was trying to swipe it left to go away. But evidently <laughs> I woke up my phone by picking it up and then hit it and it was like, you need to look at this. <laughs> also starring Chandler Ca- Can- Cantor Berry. Chandler what? Huh? Cantor Berry? Yeah. He was in The Host. I never saw it. Um, um, the you host. Did. You did. Yeah. The we did the perfect host. The perfect oh. host. No, oh, this okay. is the um, the chick that did. Uh, God, that's Twilight a disease thing. I don't did know. another oh, story. I didn't see that one. Then. And this was her story. Uh, and Rose did Byrne. Did line? <laughs> Rose Byrne. Oh, yeah, she's, she's been in a lot of X Men stuff. X Men mm-hmm. Age of so. Apocalypse First Class. She's in Twenty Eight Weeks Later. She shows up in a lot of stuff. She was in Neighbors. Yeah, a I've movie that's it. better than it has any Zach right Efron to be. Movie. I heard it was good. Is it good? No, the first one was okay. They made a second one, and I didn't finish it. Yeah. The first one is fine. It's it's what you expect, okay. and it's enjoyable. It's like, eh, I don't know. It's fucking Seth Rogen. He's I, not I funny. They're like not Rogen. funny. Zach Efron's it, funny. Yeah. The funny thing about um, Neighbors is you're supposed to feel for the couple that moves in, like a, it, they buy their first house, it's next to a frat house. You're supposed to feel for the couple, which is her and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. But you're like dipshit. But you, you really don't. look next door and see the Greek letters on All the house. All you care about is you want the frat house to totally fuck them over. Like you're <laughs> cheering for the frat it's house. It's because Seth Rogen's not likable. Yeah, that was the facts. Yeah. Although I did like him in that movie where him and Barbara Streisand took a road trip. No. Uh, she played his mom, and I thought it was kind of fun, because I like Babs. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine's yes. like, look, Otto Gay, if Babs or Dolly Parton are in your movie. <laughs> I mean, Otto Gay. Pretty much. That's why she's a big Rhinestone fan. What would you think going in Carly? I thought, I've seen Stallone this. Stallone doesn't like Ryan Even Stone. though Tony <laughs> doubted me, I watched this movie with him in the living room. <laughs> That's what Elaine said. <laughs> and then he was like, well, what happens in it? And I was like. I was just fucking with, I love how she makes you, I'm joking with her. And she's like, and then he said this. No, I didn't. I was joking around. <laughs> That's I, what I you say now that joking. we're on the podcast. I believe him. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I've seen. <laughs> okay. Uh, John. I first thought this was the movie with the bees. Yeah, and I was wrong, and then when I, I was like, "Oh, it's not that." I forget what that one is. The Wicker Man. The Wicker is it Man. the Wicker Man? Sure. Wicker Man has the bees, which it's I've like, never which even one seen. Is this? I've never seen it either. I couldn't remember which one this well, was. Well, he did like six movies like this because yeah. he did another one that's kind of like this, but it's yes. Yeah. And then as I was watching this, I remembered I had seen this. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the one with the I was gonna, you know the Crystal Skull ending." Yeah. <laughs> I had not seen this. You had. <laughs> I had it had a different argument. <laughs> I had not seen this. She probably I not mean, seen it. she was in the room. <laughs> it's possible that I may have been present in the room while it played, but I have never seen this because I would never forget this because it freaked me out. 
And I was like, oh, people talk about that movie. It could be good. Like, a movie. That's a thing. And I got two reviews. Oh, okay. Uh, Nicolas Cage, two years earlier, portrayed a magician who could see the future events in the movie Next. That's what it was. <laughs> Jessica Biel. That one's weird. That one's crazy. This one it. is also weird. Yeah, but, <laughs> what are you talking about? But that one, he, he starts doing this weird like video game thing where like he'll walk mm-hmm. in a room and someone will shoot him in the head. So then yeah. he'll take the other way into the room and kill them. Like, he keeps doing these weird divergent path things in the movie. Wow, this was directed by the same guy that directed Gods of Egypt. Yeah, this is... Yikes. That movie was fucking uh, terrible. Yikes. Alex, oh, and iRobot. Alex Proyas, he... Uh, we don't talk and about Dark City. He did do Dark City, though. And welcome back to the podcast from The Crow. Great movie. He directed The Crow, The Crow? Or is it one of the weird... 1994's The Crow. Well, there's like... He must have got Starring lucky. Brandon Lee. They're right. making another one. I really think they shouldn't. And a Sting music video. But it's supposed to be a remake of like the original. I'm like, I don't care. Don't do it. They did the crow good once. And the video for Leave Rick alone. Springfield's honeymoon in Beirut. Who is taking a honeymoon to Beirut? <laughs> you are on crack, Rick Springfield. Well, William Zim 2000 uh-huh. says, Wow, outstanding in every way. I went to see this because Roger Ebert gave this four and a half, four out of four stars. Wow. wow. And I completely agree. This is an amazing science fiction movie with some fresh twists on a genre that makes it amazing. 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 And then user 153 said, this film won awards? Why? Not only that, it was considered by some to be the best science fiction film of the year. What? Are we talking about the same film I saw last night? The same film with aliens, plot holes, and the hammiest acting to be seen outside of a butcher's window? He didn't like it. One out of ten. I don't know what other movies came out in 09, but I do know that oh, the I'm first working. Star Trek reboot came out in 2009. Well, that's better than this. Because <laughs> I went and saw it. By a bit. After I got married. So. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> other sci-fi movies that released in 2009. District 9. Eh. The first Star Trek. Good. Surrogates. Eh. And former podcast uh, movie Moon. I like oh. Moon was a great yeah, flick. We know. <laughs> it was like Sam Rockwell. That's it? Well, that's, that's just that the... That one is surrogates. Oh, I thought it was Will Smith. Cause... <laughs> you know what's good about Moon? Lots of I Sam I just Rockwell. Googled other sci-fi movies so, released in 2009. Oh, I forget what a, There's a movie... I think that Star Trek they, was the best. Same people who made that made another movie. Uh-huh. And in the, in the movie, there's like a also background Watchmen? on a TV thing. One of the really? Sam Rockwells That's is suing the company. Oh shit, Avatar <laughs> came out in 2009. Like this whole thing, a blink and you miss it. And I was like, holy shit, I gotta tell Carl. I just told you. So there you go. <laughs> Wish I remember what movie it was so I could tell you to watch yeah, it. Lots of things came out in 2009. This just for that one not, scene. <laughs> I would not consider this the best of that bunch. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would say it's Star Trek's better and this is as good as many in my opinion. Is that the one with Khan in it? No, it's no. the first one with... Uh, Wait, wait, this is the one... Eric Bana. Yeah, this is the one where Thor gets killed right in the beginning. Yes. And he gets flunked out of um, flight yes. school and yes. then immediately becomes a captain. Right. Yes. Because and then everybody else is not as good, gets kicked out of the movie so that all the main characters can take over. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, what? I'm fine with <laughs> it. I'm not it. sure if that's how the Academy works. I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, you're not. No, yes, fine. I am. I'm fine with it. Oh, so, okay. So we're going to reward um, yep. rebellion and stupidness. Yep. With, we're going to give you command yep. of this multi-million dollar ship. Yep. Well, there's no money, so it's free. That's not logical. <laughs> I'm, I enjoy it's it. It's moved with Spock in it. It's got to be logical. Mm, I like this version of Spock, though. I'm totally on board with this. Yeah, this Spock's a bad motherfucker. You don't fuck around. Well, I'm, actually, I'm, he does fuck around. But yeah, he does. 
All right, so the film starts with ominous tones playing mm-hmm. on a black background. Random numbers, streams start to turn into acting credits, actor credits. We cut to a young girl looking distraught at recess. No, she looks crazy. Lexington, Massachusetts in 1959. The teacher mm-hmm. calls for all the children to come inside, but Lucinda, the girl, is standing, standing there staring at the sky. A weird language is uh, going through her head. The teacher calls for her, but she does not respond. Once inside, the teacher says that the principal has asked everyone for an idea on how to celebrate the new school's opening. Lucinda's idea was a time capsule, and that one was selected. The teacher says that the class is to draw a picture of what their future will look like, in their opinion. And then in 50 years, the students that go to this school will open the buried capsule to look at the drawings. I have a question. Yes. I was under the impression that they were always going to do the time capsule, but Lucinda's idea for what the class put in it. Oh, okay. Maybe one. Yeah. One. Yes. The yeah, picture. you're right. My yes. She, you're they right. had a contest for what should we put in the thing, and she's the student who That's won, right. and hers was pictures we what we thought the future was, and then she wrote a what the future was. <laughs> <laughs> so that she, is true. <laughs> she understood the assignment, <laughs> so she won. Yeah. And the teacher was despite everyone giving her shit. Like most teachers, you don't understand people. Yeah. Like that's not what you're supposed to do. Like you said, draw the future. Yeah. She did. I win. And all of her. Well, we'll get to that. Most kids drew spaceships, robots, and such. Lucy filled a page with rows of seemingly random numbers. They seal it away. During the ceremony, Lucinda disappears. Uh, they search around looking for her and find her in a locked in a locked closet, scraping numbers in the door with bloody fingernails. They took the piece of paper away from her before she was done. <laughs> we jump ahead. We see John, Cage, <laughs> looking through a telescope at Saturn. He calls his son Caleb over to look while he's grilling out. We talk about the possibility of life outside of Earth. Caleb runs inside to watch the Discovery show, and John asks if he wants a hot dog. Caleb says, no, he's just become a vegetarian. No, he says, I can't consume that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's how kids talk. <laughs> I've become a vegetarian. When were you going to tell me? I just did. Which means I just decided. John goes inside to put his kid to sleep. Uh, he seemed upset. John says that uh, his mother's probably in heaven. And uh, Caleb believes that that's fine. Caleb tells him that he loves him and goes to sleep. And it's the 50th anniversary of tomorrow at school. You had something to say, well, he says he says something about when they're talking about aliens, he says something about like this is they that this is all there is, there's nothing after. But I didn't but then he tells later, you know, I didn't mean mom. I wasn't talking you know, if you want to believe in heaven, that's okay and I think she's fine. Well there's a like they don't, he's they lost don't, his faith because his wife died. Yeah, they don't come they out do they don't come out and say it, but it is specifically but you kinda get the idea and this comes up later. His dad's a preacher He's a works at MIT. He's an astrophysicist. So he's a son of a preacher man. So yeah, he is actually a son of a preacher man. So they obviously had a falling out once the wife died. Dad was probably like, "Hey, son, everything's fine." Because the wife died because the wife wanted him yeah. to contact his dad. Well, the wife dying didn't help any. And, <laughs> and then True. he's like, you know, she's in heaven. No, she's not. And they got into the mix of it. And then you know, you don't want to tell. And your he's kids. like, look. I never said it's not possible for her to be in heaven. I just said we can't know for sure. You can believe it if you want to believe it. Yeah. There is one way to know. 
Just saying. How do you know? <laughs> it's a little bit absolute, though. But the chicken ground roll, Nat, it's either absolute or it isn't. That's a callback to the gentleman. Call I know, back, but... Call back, gentleman episode. Just, even if we do go to heaven, how will we know we're in heaven? Maybe we're in heaven right now. <laughs> just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want heaven to have as much This is heaven, not how worse was earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? What have I, I done? No, we died in that solar flare in 2009. I'm to put air in one of my tires. <laughs> <laughs> my work car does that. <laughs> Maybe time I bring it to the garage, I'm like, hey, this tire is losing air. So they fill it up, I'm like, yeah, great. No, find the hole. Like, There's nothing wrong with your tire. Yeah, but it keeps losing air. <laughs> Maybe this is the 15th version of heaven we've been in. It's, um, like, the, it's like the Matrix. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. We're in the Matrix. They keep and trying this is the best I can do. <laughs> I want to be someone important, like an actor. Yeah. <laughs> John retires. You know what? If we're in the Matrix, I want to be Joey Pants. <laughs> you just want to be Joey Pants, actually? No, the actor. Yeah. That's why it. I said actually Joey yeah, Pants, because be his name is Joe Pantaleone. I know, his, I know what his name is. And I want his career. I want to be him. Like, not too big to where you can't do anything. Like sometimes you're in Daredevil. You know, right. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're in Daredevil, but sometimes you're, you know. In the Matrix. In the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to have weird sex with Janice? <laughs> sure. I sure do. I also want to be in Bad Boys. The good one. <laughs> Such a weird conversation. And I thought later Bad Boys where they kill him off. A good Bad Boys. No, later Bad Boys were just, I don't want to do this anymore. And what's funny is that new, they were going to make another Bad Boys just got canceled because someone's slap happy. Well, what you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? Maybe don't make an ass of yourself in front of millions of people. Yeah. John retires to the basement with, his, with some whiskey and classical music. He yeah. stares at an unopened present. They should make bad boys, but they should give Chris Rock the Will Smith. Oh, or just stop making bad boy movies. <laughs> yeah, not good. I like Chris Rock, though. The I think first get more bad movies. boys movies came out in 1995, and they were both detectives. Uh huh. It's 2022. Those mm-hmm. dudes would be forced retired by now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like, let me talk to you about Lethal Weapon. Let me talk mm-hmm. to you about Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, none of that makes sense. Mm hmm. I have a bow and arrow. The city is, is flying. <laughs> None of this makes sense. They the weapons. See, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. See, because those, you're, you're not looking at it linearly. See, those have big gaps. Mm-hmm. But those gaps are cut out, and the timeline is much shorter than you think. Mm-hmm. Like, Leave Weapon 2 takes place immediately after Leave Weapon 1. Like 30 seconds. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it was the next day at work. Mm-hmm. And that's how that works. Kind of like Rocky. <laughs> like Rocky 2 starts as soon as Rocky 1 ended. Like, they overlap. Mm-hmm. So that's how you have such time lapse. So yeah, but I don't think they were going to have Bad Boys, the next chapter, be actual time, actual in reality time gap. It probably would have been like four years later, even if they're 20 years older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no. that's how Hollywood works. No, because I could be 19. Did, did you see the last Bad Boys? <laughs> no, in high they talk about how old they are in it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that the next Bad Boys wouldn't take place like the next day. One of them retires in the movie. Okay. <laughs> you never know. They could have been playing one that happened before the last one. <laughs> <laughs> like, A prequel. <laughs> bad Boys when Zero. Marcus meets Mike. Well, uh, we cut to John. Well, back to this movie now. The next okay. day. He's How did we get to here? How did we get from this movie to Bad Boys? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do. He's a professor, teacher, whatever, and since this is a movie and we're in a classroom well we have to learn a theme and 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 or exposition as a lesson yay uh we hear a student ramble about determinism versus randomness we talk about the temperature of the sun 
Um, and that is Liam Hemsworth. Is it? It's yes. His first movie. Role. And I was like, Liam Hemsworth is in this? Oh, and then he never came back. In like, the trivia, it was his first movie role. Was it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just like you expect him to have a bigger role. Like, oh, it's Liam. Oh, he's never back. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's crazy that the earth is in such a sweet spot, or maybe it's all random. This will be the subject of their term paper. A student asks John, well, what do you think? He says, mm, shit just happens. Class dismissed. I mean, he's right. When they look at the vastness of space, like each one of those stars could have a solar system. Shit happens. Every once in a while, a planet gets in the right spot. They hey. call it the Goldilocks, though. They do. One of John's friends comes to his classroom after he lets the students out. Um, Kripke. Kripke. Is it Kripke? No. no. <laughs> the student's Kripke. No, the friend. The friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just said one of John's friends comes to class after his students leave. Yeah, Kripke. They go um, get a coffee. He wants to uh, invite him to dinner on Friday. Um, and then Nicholas Cage puts a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> it gets a feeling John has uh, been a widower for too long <clears throat> and needs to move on, get out there, meet some people. How long is too long? Oh, I don't know. They probably tell you in the movie when she and died. But if your know. wife dies, how long do you wait before you start dating? He says what minutes. year the fire happened because he talks about the fire. But like pick I up girls with a funeral or... Um, he's reluctant, but, uh, you know, if Elaine died, I'd wait about three, four hours. Oh, okay. Ooh. She's not listening. That's why I say that. I am listening. <laughs> Fuck your couch. Ouch. Uh, he did forget about Caleb's school thing. And so he runs off. That's Elaine's way of saying she's going to die on the couch. We we'll have to get a new couch. <laughs> the teacher. I'm going to die while we're having sex. So you can never have sex again. <laughs> Mid-coitus. Wow. Audrey, did you get all that? <laughs> the teacher misses That Taylor. would ruin it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm done. Right before you're about to finish, too. Like, and Dramatically. I'm done. And I'm done. Like, that's something we're not doing ever again. Mm-hmm. I hope not. It'd be weird when they ask what were her last words. <laughs> Can you hurry up? <laughs> My hip hurts. <laughs> My hip hurts. So the teacher, Mrs. Taylor, from 50 years ago, is at the celebration. Hi. <laughs> she cuts uh, the, the ribbon. The dog just came over and put his head right on Tony's arm. Like, pay attention to me now. She cuts the ribbon. Why and, would you pet uh, him? Don't two, pet him, he'll stay. Two men pull the time capsule out. The kids rush the capsule. Come on. And each one is given yeah, an they're envelope. They're all, like, they rush like they're getting candy. I know. I know. They're very like, excited about this. Nobody yes. gives a shit. These <laughs> kids don't care what's in this time nope. capsule. No. Not even a little bit. We'd be very lucky if any of them showed up. They're off from school that I, day. I feel like this is assembly. Mm-hmm. We have to have, all right, so Friday's assembly is going to be the time capsule unveiling. And then everybody's going to get to open something. And then they make them give them back. No, I don't get to keep it. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I, I'm with uh, Tony on that. Why would you want them back? What? Excuse me? The kids rush <clears throat> the capsule on each one's Now the dog wants to say hello to Elaine. With a picture. Hand in my arm. And here comes the other dog. Guess mm-hmm. which one Caleb gets. He... Lucinda's. Ah, good guess. Man, Caleb... I was going to say you got that picture of Mickey Mouse. The robot. Once Caleb looks at the numbers, uh, he hears the whispering in his head. In the distance, he sees a pale man in all black. He looks back and the man disappears. 
That night, Caleb is doing some homework. John sees his son's hearing aid. He's off to the side. He tells him, look, you need to keep better track of that. Caleb asks to sleep over at his friend's house this weekend because his dad has a boat. He says, I'll think about it, which means no, apparently. <laughs> John sees the number filled page hanging out of Caleb's backpack and tells him that, uh, look, you have to return this. This belongs to the school. You weren't supposed to bring this home. Caleb says he thinks it's some kind of puzzle, though, and he wants to work it out. He says, okay, that's fine, but you still have to be returned. You stole it. At bedtime, Caleb's watching old home videos of his deceased mom. John goes downstairs, has a few drinks, maybe a, a lot of them, and he spills yes. it. Yes. He seems much like uh, Ben Affleck's character oh, yeah. in What's His Mouth. This dude is an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> that basketball movie. Yeah. The, the Way Back. The Way Back. Mm-hmm. Um, he spills a bit of it and uh, goes to the kitchen for napkins, and he sees uh, the numbered page... And then he becomes interested in it. Because he's drunk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but apparently he's a lucid drunk. Because he solves it. <laughs> he goes to the kitchen. Throws, well, what happened? I didn't want to get into it too much. but we can well, Let's this. get into it. It's he, most, he spills, <laughs> he spills, uh, it, it, whiskey, it spills whiskey around the edge of his drink. And when he sits it down, it makes a ring. So it kind of isolates a, a set of numbers. And it's 9-11. Mm-hmm. Which would, you'd see that. You'd go, oh, that's kind of weird. But it, he gets obsessed with it and starts to research. I it. mean, he is an extremely smart man. He goes to MIT. Teaches. He's yeah, a strom, an astrophysicist. Yeah, numbers, so it would speak things. to him in a way that it wouldn't speak to me. So he goes to the kitchen. You'd throws, notice that though, like, oh, those are he weird. He rips a whiteboard off the wall. Yeah, throws them all on the dry erase board. Um, he sees a piece. He sees a little piece of it. Uh, Nine eleven oh one. Obviously, the date of the terrorist attacks on World Trade Center. And the exact amount of people that died. And jumps online. The article says the Twin Towers say, uh, said that 2,996 2, people died. This is the number that follows the date on the paper. He's like, holy shit. Now he's on. <laughs> he copies the entire sequence and goes over it and over it again and again. In a short time, he's verified that all the previous numbers correspond to a disaster date and the number of deaths that occurred. At the same time. There are a bunch of numbers that he can't identify. So there's like, there's the date, the number of deaths, and then there's something else that he doesn't know what it is. And then it goes to the next one, the date, the number of deaths, and then these other numbers. And and he couldn't figure out those are coordinates yet. Right. Spoilers. (laughs) What else would you want to know about when's it going to happen, who's going to happen to, where's it going to happen? Yep. They didn't occur to him yet. Then he sees a date that makes, He's him, a doctor. makes him gasp. He's Caleb asks if John's okay. <coughs> he drive to school the next morning. He says, yeah. John runs over to MIT to see his friend again and shows him what he's found. John says he's and matched his friend the is numbers. looking for <laughs> That is him. That is him, yeah. yeah. It's also the sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> In what? In from, what is it? That stupid Robin Hood. That Robin Hood movie you were the watching. The Guy Ritchie one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. It's not very good. Um, you watched it like three weeks ago. I sure did. Still wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> he's not defending it. He's this just, guy, uh, this it. guy is Ben Mendelsohn. He's in a lot of stuff. Yes. He's not actually Kripke. That's a completely different actor, but he looks so similar. <laughs> so blah blah blah. blah. Shows that, his friend. This is like, the guy that Bane puts his hand on the shoulder. And yeah. his friend is like, look. And the most baller movie. There ever. are people obsessed with numbers all throughout history. You know, it's just a bunch of bullshit. 
And he says that he's found the disasters for the, every, all these disasters from the last 50 years except for the last three. And the next date is tomorrow. 81 people will die if it's following the same pattern. It's some kind of tragedy. His friend thinks he's crazy, but John pulls up an article about his wife dying in a fire. That is also one of the ones on the list. Which is pretty awful. Phil says, well, maybe it's a shitty joke someone's pulling. He says, no, I watched them pull the capsule out of the ground. He gets, well, what, what, are these, what are these numbers in between these tragedies? He goes, I don't know. It's like, that's because this isn't anything. You're just assigning meaning to numbers. <laughs> yeah, he says, be careful of this type of stuff. It happens. People see things in numbers. Cults get formed, all that kind of stuff. I think the loss of your wife has spun you off and your axis a little bit. John gets pissed and leaves. John goes to see Mrs. Taylor to see if she knows anything about this. Mrs. Taylor tells John about the closet incident, says that the numbers looked, the numbers that he have look legit, but there's no way you know she could verify it. It's been 50 years. Yeah. She's yeah. a little forgetful. She's a little off. And she's a drinker, too. <laughs> well, she's drinking tea. And she's oh, no. That's right. She does. Her tea. She, That's as right. they say, she that. made that super Irish. Yeah, it was a lot. That. I mean, let's give the lady a little bit of credit here. She was a teacher for 50 years, or whatever it was. Watch Carly in a couple of years. She'll be drinking. Now, you got to think, Lucinda was probably... I do it now. Lucinda was probably memorable. One, because it was the time capsule Because she was a batshit crazy little kid with and a balloon. And two, because she scratched, she, she disappeared blade. and scratched the door. Mm-hmm. But still, like, she wouldn't remember the numbers. No. They, she saw that for 30 seconds before she stuffed it in an envelope and put it in a time capsule. She might remember that it was Lucinda's idea to draw the picture, and then Lucinda didn't draw a picture. But that's probably mm-hmm. as much as she's going to. Well, John asks, well, that's cool. Well, can I meet Lucinda? She, no, she did. She did. She did. Of course she is. <laughs> So John's on the phone trying to track down the janitors that pulled the capsule out. Can't get, can't get. Which down. is weird. Like, is yeah. he trying to see if they slipped something in? Yeah, he, he's trying to. He's trying to disprove it. I appreciate this school that won't give out that information yeah. though. Usually, mm-hmm. movies are like yeah, Bob and uh, Tony. Yeah. Because you so should like, oh, come in and meet, because meet I can <laughs> like really the only information you should give out is uh, they're working today. You can sp- let me put you on hold, or they're not here. This. I'm not giving you their... If you don't know their name, then I'm not giving you that information. And you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate that movie because you shouldn't be just giving out people's random information. I did read, because I was looking for something in the goofs, but I did read that whatever tool they used to remove the manhole cover... Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people have that tool, and there was no lock on the time capsule. Oh, I know. So I people were like, "Somebody could have just slipped that in there." <laughs> and it's the thing they used to uh, pick up the manhole like manhole covers or like yeah. the little. Sewer access things. They were like anybody who does yeah, access to city water probably has yeah. <laughs> anything with a hook will do it. Yeah. So they access the city water line in the front yard of everybody's fucking house. Mm-hmm. Back home, Caleb is outside. Uh, playing with a soccer ball, and he starts to hear the screeching in his ears again, and then two men pull up in a car. <laughs> he runs over to it. They now, give him a black rock. There is music playing, okay? <laughs> when every time the uh, whisper people show up, there's music playing, and it's the creepiest, most ominous music you've heard in your life. <laughs> and you can't... They don't I didn't really, think so, but evidently, Elaine, if you're watching it at night, they, would, they don't really show what they look like until you're more than halfway, like they're kind of shadowy. They look very faceless. They actually kind of look like Men in Black 
Yeah. In quote unquote real life. They remind me of Peter Capaldi's of Peter Capaldi. Like they all look kind of mm. like a creepy Peter Capaldi to me. They remind me of Spike from Buffy. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, with the blonde hair. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the coat. Like, and they're always kind of shadowy, and there's ominous music, and they keep trying to talk to the little kid, and I'm like, oh my god, is he getting kidnapped? What's happening? What are they doing? Don't talk to strangers. Yeah, stranger danger. And you can hear, like, the whispering, and it's very well, John upsetting John sees to me. this and hauls ass outside, and uh, he talks to Caleb, look, you don't fucking talk to strangers. What did they give you? He says, it's rock. And he looks at it, and he's like, okay, well, go inside and do your homework. John starts to research Lucinda's death when his sister drops in. She's checking on him. She said he says everything's fine. We learned that John and his dad have become estranged. She says uh, <clears throat> Caleb needs uh, needs a grandfather and he needs a grandson. Blah blah blah. His Sounds like she lives wanted. with her parents, yeah, and she just wants them to reconnect. She wants everybody to make up and be a big happy family. His wife wouldn't have wanted this. John settles in to watch the news. Um, an oil platform has gone up, but no loss of life. And John passes out. Uh, he's awakened by a phone call. Caleb says John has... Uh, oh, I can't read that. He's late. He's supposed to pick everybody up yeah. from school to carpool, and he carpool, didn't show up. He's on his way, and there's a <laughs> wall-to-wall traffic. Uh, while waiting in traffic, uh, his calls his, his friend about dinner, says, look, I'm not going to be able to come. I really don't want to meet anybody. Uh, while talking... He can see on... He has one of those old school big GPS things on your car. And well, it wasn't old school at the time. Well, it is now. But yeah, now we all just have it on our phone. But And you can clearly see the longitude, latitude things on there. And he's like, oh, shit. And he notices that he's not far from where this tragedy is supposed to happen. Can you wake your dog up? <laughs> You're snoring too loud. <laughs> so they're sawing wood. You're over there. What? <laughs> I'm contemplating getting up and getting chips. I'm really hungry for some reason. Chips is can, not can a wait? podcast snack. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry, but I figured we would just eat. I only have done. 28 more pages. <laughs> can, can you wait about 30 minutes? Is that all right? <laughs> just dream about chips. Dream about <laughs> chips. Dream so about gets out, chips. He gets it's better out. than thinking about what's about to happen. Mm. Yes. Like traffic is backed up. There's some kind of accident. Yeah. He gets out to talk to the police, see what's going on. You know, is this, is this it? And no, it's just a fuel truck is wrecked or something and i kept thinking it's about to explode it's about to explode it's about to explode i was thinking that and i'd seen this before (laughs) (laughs) i didn't remember what happened and then uh well he's got plot armor he'll be fine yeah and now like while he's talking on uh to them a fucking plane falls out of the sky like right next to him and tears through this fucking line of cars and then blows up um and he goes a huge fireball erupts john runs over to the plane people are running out of this plane on fire screaming um, and there's another explosion. And I'm yelling, stop, drop, and roll. It's a little ugly because it's been raining. It's been yeah. raining. Yeah. Tackle, motherfucker, but man. why is there so much? It didn't hit the tanker. Why is there so much fire? on fire. But come but on. why is there so much fire? And there just keep being small explosions. Like, one man seriously dies the volcano subway scene death where he's on fire, he's in the middle of a giant patch of fire, and he just kind of, like, melts? <laughs> what? The CGI firemen are... CGI people on fire is interesting. Stuff. Yeah. He <laughs> runs around trying to save people. Can you please stop putting your feet all over no. me? <laughs> nope. 
he, run, he runs around trying to save people. He's obviously not trained, so he just runs around and can't really help anyone. I mean, he's putting a couple people out who are on he, fire. He tries. But, <laughs> um, John gets home. His sister is uh, watching. <laughs> Apparently four planes crashed, but not like yes. that one. Presumably, he called her and said, can you get the kids? Yeah. I'm not going to make it. I <laughs> through, through my truck. I'm putting burning people out. <laughs> Which, he's the only person we see run to help. And obviously, there has to be a lot of fire because this is pretty much the most horrific way he can think of dying because his wife died in a fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like extra traumatic for him. But like, why did nobody else try to help? Like, I don't know. The news says the death toll is 81. John's in shock. Four planes crashed, but Only the rest had no casualties. Well, that's that. <laughs> like, I said, no. like I said to you, I was but, like, only 81 people died in a plane crash? Like, I mean, it looked like a big-ass plane to me. Maybe it wasn't full. Maybe. maybe it wasn't full. That's what I said. I've been on planes that weren't full. Okay. So I haven't flown a lot, so. <laughs> this is 09, so it's like pre-COVID. It's, you know. It's like, after 9-11 where people just didn't want to fly because it was a real pain in the ass. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. too. Because they were like, oh, well, these one guys hijacked a plane, so you can't bring mouthwash anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? John gets home. He's, he goes, he's pretty much in shock. He just goes to bed. Caleb tries to question him, but... Is it Will? John's out of it. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, taking any calls right now. And he doesn't talk to anybody about what's going on with him. But why didn't except he for say his to one his friend son, at work. <laughs> Like, you think he would at least say to his son... I saw a plane crash. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was, couldn't come. I. He doesn't even explain why he couldn't come get him. Uh, you called me because I was late for carpool. I was supposed to come get you. I never showed up, and your aunt had to come pick you up and the rest of the carpool kids. But I'm I telling you, no questions. And but, I'm like, eh, at least say there would. Like, he, he just says, my truck broke down. No, say there was a plane crash right in front of me. Because you sure as shit know that that's what I told all the other parents when yeah. I fucking couldn't get their and kids. it's all over the news, so tomorrow when you go to school, people are going to be talking about this plane crash, and I'm going to try to pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> well, it didn't buddy, make sense. It was bad no, writing. it's weird. His buddy Phil rolls up on him. Uh, now he believes John. Phil's trying, trying to work out some kind of science angle on it, but John's not really all there. He's still traumatized. Because he goes to him and he says, these are coordinates. He says, there's two disasters left. Phil leaves. As he pulls away, we see one of the strange men from the woods walk, watching. He enters the home, specifically Caleb's room. Caleb sits up. So he points at Caleb. Elaine takes off her glasses because she doesn't want to see him murder this child. <laughs> <laughs> you don't kill kids in movies. I Very rare. Lots of movies kill kids. Really I'm, need one. Gotcha. I can't. I don't watch movies where kids are murdered. because they don't kill kids in movies. The only one saying, I can think of is Grizzly. Never seen Grizzly? No. It's terrible. <laughs> but I was... I'm sorry to step on you. Yeah, you go right ahead. But it's quick. Mm-hmm. I was a little kid. We'll say nine, ten. Mm-hmm. And I used to be dropped off at uh, the boys club so my parents could deal drugs. And <laughs> I would spend lots of time there, right? Like I'd casually well, <laughs> well, they give you a little bit of money so you can buy stuff. And one thing you could buy is tickets. And they would play movies that kids should not be watching at the boys' club. Because <laughs> it's the boys' club. And they were like, they're going to show this horror movie, Grizzly. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll watch Grizzly. If you haven't seen Grizzly, it's fucking terrible. It's about a prehistoric bear that runs around this place and just kills these fucking people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it. And uh, there's a scene where there's a kid, a baby in a in a crib. And I'm like, they're not going to kill a baby. 
No, they kill the fucking baby. <laughs> they, this grizzly bear chops this baby's leg off, and the baby's on the ground with one leg missing, screaming and bleeding to death. And oh like, my god! And I'm like, wow. Where did you just eat a baby that, bear that ripped took off a, a baby's that leg? That took a turn. You know what movie they kill a kid in? Grizzly. No. Dracula. No. Pet Cemetery. The one with the steam. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Does he kill Doctor baby? Sleep. Doctor no, Sleep. Kills that they kill that kid. Kill that kid. It's not a baby. It's all about You're right. It's not a baby. And that's a horrific kid death too. They do kill a baby in Dracula. They do. A baby. They eat a baby. I ate a baby. (laughs) Get in my belly. It's unclear if they killed a baby in Austin Powers. (laughs) But it's implied. You keep it money. I mean, he admits to it. It's implied in a lot of movies. Yeah. Snowpiercer. Ooh. They ate babies. I want my baby back, baby, back, baby, back, baby. That's Chelly's. That's a good scene. I've got to cut his own arm off so they wouldn't eat a baby. I am, And then they ate his arm. Spoiler. Get I'm, just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Whew. You're right. crying over there. But. <laughs> I assure you the We kid just lives. had a long conversation about murdering children. I'm like, not okay. <laughs> but I don't know what they were doing to this kid, but like, it was you know freaking me out. And I kept like. Deadpool okay. 2, when he so, was sliding through time and he went to go see Hitler, and he's like, It was late, so I had taken my contacts out and I was wearing my glasses. If and you I kept. Kill baby Hitler, would you? Taking yeah. them off so it would be blurry, so I couldn't see what was happening, but then I would put them back on. Is it over? No. I don't Is it over? Like, can we go back in time <laughs> and get baby Thanos and, you know, <laughs> like, it's a baby. It's Thanos. Okay. Yeah. We should watch Endgame after this. I thought we were going to watch it after we watched. Well, we got to send aside some content. Look, it's after three this, hours I'm long. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Elaine wants to stay up, so we have to... Elaine won't, Elaine's going to be up till like, 4 a.m. All right, well, I'll, All right. Be, I'll be asleep. Well, he goes into Caleb's room. Caleb sits up. He points at Caleb. Or it looks like he points at Caleb, but he's actually pointing at his weird uh, circular window that he has in his room. It's a Victorian slash house. Slash attic. And he lives in the attic. Yeah. So yeah, Caleb walks over to the window and looks outside, and he gets a vision of what's supposedly going to happen everything's on fire and a bunch of animals pour out of the forest on fire. It's like a forest fire. And, uh... Only you can prevent forest fire. Caleb screams. John runs in and Caleb is on the ground crying. John picks him up and hugs him. Outside he sees one of the whisper men or whatever outside. Whisper biscuits? What? No, the whisper people. Oh, sorry. He runs out with a flashlight and a baseball bat. Um, but no one's there. John checks out. Then the next day, John. This goes, reminded me of the the scene in scene on signs. This whole movie, I was gonna say he right, was running around. This movie is kind very of signs. Angry, yeah, yelling mean things. Yeah. I am angry. <laughs> Blind rage. Maybe that's why it freaked me out so much. It's it's very signs esque. It is very signs esque. Because I kept expecting the whisper people to be evil. Except signs has a happy ending. Yeah, yeah that's for where, everyone. That's when you find out that the aliens that are, some people that got came taken. To Earth. That's true. Their one weakness was water. Yeah. So like, wait a minute, you came to a planet that's mostly water and thought you'd take over. Good plan. No, but they needed people. Bold move, Cotton. We don't know why they were taking the people though. They might have like sometimes you need sometimes the resource you need is located in the poisonous swamp, and you just have to take your choice, or maybe you'll die. So, sometimes the resource is in people's buttholes. So your weakness is water. So you grab something that is made mostly of water. <laughs> Bold move, Kyle. How, how do you think it's going to work out for him? <laughs> so John checks out Lucinda's old home, um, and she sees a young woman and her daughter. They jump in a car, take off. John follows them. With his son. Like him and his, his son's with him. So he's stalking this woman with his child in tow. 
they all go to a museum. John says, John sees the young girl go look at an exhibit of direwolves. John, and he sends his son Caleb over there to look at it. Go look at the diorama. Um, <laughs> they make small talk. Uh, he sees the mom walks to her. They make some small talk. He says, how you doing? And uh, Tony was like, is this creepy? I'm like, well, if your kid is talking to another kid and they seem like they like each other, then you probably would introduce yourself to that parent. Parents talk to other parents <laughs> yeah, all the I'm time. Like, That's it's not, not creepy weird. or okay. weird at all. He's no. a little it's creepy. It's kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. They talk to you about shit and you don't want to talk to him. What gets creepy is when they go get a snack or whatever no. and he's yeah. like, look, I followed you here. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously that's He creepy. seems like, he just kind of seems like an awkward single dad. Yeah. Like, hey, our kids are getting along. Let's have a chat. Maybe I think you're pretty. You know, mm-hmm. like he seems like maybe he's just some kind of awkward single dad who doesn't know how to talk to women he thinks is attractive, and not even like he's using his kid as bait. Just like maybe he thinks she's pretty. Well, he does just suggest that they all go have lunch together, and they do. Dana, Diana comments about how hot it's been lately. They do some small talk for a bit, but John comes clean. He explains, "Look, everything about your mother and the numbers and blah 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 blah." Unsurprisingly, she thinks he's a crazy ass and runs. <laughs> Jumps in her car and hauls ass away. Like you would. At home, John, well, he does, ex- but for the sake of the movie, he does explain specifics about it and how there's going to be another disaster. And she hears him, but she's like, whatever, I'm out. Yeah, like he's trying to talk Fuck to this. her. He's like, I think my kid might be in danger. It's the only reason why I'm doing this. Yeah. And So at home, John gets a large revolver. The news says that there's a word of a possible attack on a major city. We were doing that. I don't think we do it anymore, but we were doing that whole colors thing uh, after 9-11 where it's orange I mean, if we're still doing that, we just don't care anymore. (laughs) They put it up against the chain. Yellow, red, blue, green. Like, what is this shit? We're too worried. (laughs) We've moved past terrorists. Hopefully soon we'll be out of police brutality, mm-hmm. but we're currently our main threat is police brutality no, and white supremacy. And the, the president Ukraine. says white supremacy is what we have to watch out for. I've never seen the fucking Klan. <laughs> I've never heard from the Klan. Well, we do live in a big city in Virginia. If we lived in rural Virginia, maybe we would. But I've never seen a thing Didn't, for Klan rallies. The, the thing the, I look at as far as levels, I've never seen Colin. the dudes from. I want to know what how bad the pollen is. Today. We're also very concerned about what's happening in the <laughs> Ukraine, <laughs> as we should be. American also, History we don't need to get. I've never seen any fucking Nazis like in American History X. They've never been I've never seen this shit. I've never been to one of those green room things. Never seen. Hopefully, never will go to any of the. green Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're just not inviting me. I'm just also never been in. Well, you're Italian, so you're not really. Yeah, they don't really like me. Also, I used to go to the gym all the time. Was never offered steroids. Oh my god! You and this thing—they <laughs> made it sound like it was going to be a big deal. <laughs> my entire youth—they're like, "Watch out! They're going to give you fucking steroids, and it's going to be a problem." And I'm like, "I'm waiting." Now your doctor will prescribe them. You just have to say that you can't get it up anymore. Actually, once you hit a certain age, it's really easy for a dude to get steroids. I know. It's not steroids. Testosterone. Yeah, it's TRT. It's different. It's the same. It's no, it's completely different. It's not D-ball. It's different kind of steroids. I mean, I don't know. They put me on steroids once when I hurt my shoulder, and that's I not the same. Kind don't of like them. <laughs> that's a There's many, many kinds yeah. of steroids. Steroids is like saying drugs. It's just so yeah. many different types. It was like when they kicked um, cool guy out of the uh, French um, bicycle race. What's it called? Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Tour de France. And then yeah. like. 
they were like, and fuck this, to prove how bad he is, we're going to test everyone else. And, like, everybody was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they, I think for the next couple of years, they couldn't do it because they were having no one everybody, left. <laughs> yeah, nobody was eight left and all that kind of stuff. It's like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had testicular cancer. Yeah. So Come John, up your bones, you go faster. He Whoa. may have needed to have some hormone balancing done. <laughs> John or looks, he may have been cheating. Either yeah, way. We don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, a lot of the testosterone stuff is to even the playing field. So your testosterone at 40 will be the same as someone who's in their 20s. Well, that and a lot of, I don't know a lot of anybody as far as that, but it's talking to my ass. But from what I've heard, a lot of people in Olympics do basically steroids. But it's just a, a shell game of what's legal this year and what's not. Yeah. You know, any anything to give you the gold. I mean, well, no, no, I don't think many people go in there just al natural, but I maybe see. they do. I know a bunch of guys that are on the testosterone stuff because they're older gentlemen. Yeah. They're like, it feels great. Really? Yeah. He's, he's like, dude, once you get it, you're like, oh my God. I know they were replacing people's blood with people that were younger. And they said that's supposed to be really good too. It's called blood doping. Close. <laughs> blood doping's your own blood. Your own blood. Well, no, they do it with younger people. Yeah, too. younger people. I guess that'll make you feel better. But yeah, evidently, if you like, if you'd go to the doctor, they'll prescribe it. But it's one of those things. Once you start taking it, you're on that fucking train. Mm. You it's can't like, get off. It's like, uh, Blood pressure medicine mm. and shit like that. Like the stuff I'm on for my thyroid, I can never come off. Mm. Well, John looks up the location for tomorrow's like, tragedy. Or you'll die. Or I'll die, eventually. Not like I just don't. Oh, I forgot to take a day and I fucking croak. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take some time because I'm not producing. He looks up the location for tomorrow's tragedy, places an anonymous call from a payphone to the FBI. The next day, he drops Caleb off at his sister's house. And then he drives to New York to see what happens. I feel like he did not stay on the line and give enough details to make himself not sound like a crackpot. He's like, this is not a crank call. <laughs> well, you don't want to, I guess you didn't want him to trace him or whatever back in the day in the movie world. But there's a police presence, but people are still kind of just walking around like no big deal. John asks the cop, uh, why isn't this place locked down? She asks him to come with him. Yeah, and he what runs. is this? Why is it all of a sudden, like, he goes up to the cop, and he goes, why haven't you cornered this whole place off? None of these people should be here. And they look at him in confusion, and she's like, I'm going to arrest you. What? That's well, a it looked to me like they got this call, and they treated it kind of like he was threatening, because they had, you yeah, saw some guys no getting way. out of van, van, like, the FBI was watching this intersection to see if anybody came to set a bomb or whatever. I, don't know. I feel like that was more... <laughs> I feel like the the van people were just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Or, like, mm-hmm. I don't even feel like they had anything to do with it. But, I don't, I don't know. know. It bothered me that all of a sudden the cops were, like, chasing him. Why? He didn't do anything. He just sounds like a crazy person who talked to you. It's not a crime. You're allowed <laughs> to be crazy. He runs down into the subway. Uh, John's scanning the crowd for suspicious people. And sees a man with, a like, a bulge in his jacket. They lock eyes and the Wait guy runs. So Wait, look at that man's bulge. Hey. He's going it off. <laughs> they end up on the train, subway car. The trails, huh? What was that? <laughs> with police following. They chase the man down and find he has DVDs stuffed in his jacket. Bootlegs. He got the bootlegs. But then another were subway. Bootlegs. Bootlegs were yeah. something. Then another subway car derails and smashes through everything, killing tons of people. It's pretty horrific. It is very horrific. John and walks out. What, uh, this is the second survivors. disaster he's survived in two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started asking questions like um, some things keep happening around you. So well, it's not like he stayed mean, to make a you statement. You got stuck in traffic in a plane crash. <laughs> 
you were there. <laughs> it takes a long time to connect the dots between the witness at the one and the witness at the other. Yes. And by then, the movie's over. The whole world has ended. The news, but... <laughs> Spoilers! The news says that it may have something to do with small solar flares going off. Yeah, um, small solar flares was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. Big solar flares was like, nah, that was fun. World's over. <laughs> John picks up Caleb, and uh, he, they get have uh, Diane and Abby are on are his front porch. Are waiting for them at their house when they get home. Diane says her mom told her the date of when she would die. So John and tells, apparently one of the dates on the thing is the day that she's supposed to die. Yeah. John tells Diane about his wife's death, but she she died of smoke inhalation. John and Diane drive uh, to her mother's. Uh, I I keep calling it a cabin, but it's just like a trailer. It's right? like a trailer, like a mobile home yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. In the woods and leave the kids in the car. Sure. So like she didn't want to admit, but she believes, and she's going to take him to her mom's house to see she's if there's information wishing. there. Like at one point know. she says. In the back of her mind, she always thought her mom was right, and everybody else thought her mom was crazy, but... But she doesn't... But she kind of flip-flops. Yeah. Like, they couldn't make a decision with the character whether she was on board or not, so... Well, like, I think that's realistic. A lot of people would be like, this sounds nuts, but part of me wants to believe it. <laughs> well, that's my problem with it. It's like, look, man, if you give me a sheet, if this is... If I'm... If I believe you that you have this sheet... And you show me the sheet, and it has 100 tragedies, and 97 of them have happened. Then it's like, look, man, either this guy's full of shit or he's not. And then the next day, one happens, and he didn't cause it. And then the next day, another one happens that he didn't cause. All right, man, I'm on. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> We're in now, you know? Because, holy shit. She's like, like, these tragedies are going to happen. What are we going to do? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, we're not doing anything, you know. She's like, at some point, my mom moved out here to prepare, and then when she died, she willed it to me, but I never came, I've never been here since yeah. All you can really do, I mean, I I guess I applaud the guy trying to save people, but I'm, I'm not doing that shit. All you can really <laughs> do is call in a bunch of, try and get to trick a bunch of ambulances into going to that area, I guess, is all you can really well, do. Well, I know. guess if you found this and you thought that there were going to be disasters, then you would try to, like... You would try to warn somebody and prove that and show that you're right. Like I don't know, man, because they'd lock you up. <laughs> the thing is, is it depends on like what are we talking about? We're talking about ten people. Maybe you could stop ten people, but these are like eighty-one, two hundred thirty-six. These are tragedies that like something crazy happens. You know, I don't know if you can stop something that two hundred thirty-six people or something like that die. Holy shit! But I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. me. I've seen babies die from grizzly bear. <laughs> So they leave the kids in the car like responsible parents. Shit. <laughs> and uh, Diane looks at the sheet. The last date doesn't say 33. It says EE. Sometimes she wrote her E's backwards. John says, well, maybe they're initials. Maybe somebody she knew. Um, they search through the trailer. Uh, walls of one of the rooms filled with newspaper clippings and weird she's Bible pictures. She's got a creeper, a creepy stalker thing. Yeah. Where she's Wait, keeping track, track of all these disasters. She's got a, uh, the... Chubby kids room. Which I feel it. like there should have been some. There's no real dialogue. It's just ominous music, which is terrible <laughs> and super creepy. But I feel like they should have. There should have been some dialogue here as he read out loud things that they found on the list. Um, as she goes, well, all right, let's get the hell out of here. And he's like, yeah, there's nothing here. Let's roll. And then as he's leaving, he steps on a black rock. 
And then he kind of looks under the bed, and it's like, wait a minute, what? And There's a bunch of the rocks. Like rocks. Of rocks. And then he sees under the on the bottom of the bed is a bunch of scrapings and stuff. He lifts it up, and it says, everyone else, everyone else, E-E, everyone else. And he's like, oh, shit. Outside, Caleb hears voices, and we see the creepy men approach. A bu- four of them. They surround the car. They tell Caleb and Abby to get out and come with them. Abby opens the door. Yeah. And he's like, um, no, don't do that. And he honks the horn. Mm-hmm. Alert their parents. John and Abby, or um, John and Diane. Diane run out. He sees one. It's a little ditty about Jack and Diane. <laughs> Two American kids growing up. In the heartland. John sees one, grabs his gun, and chases him. Um, sorry, I can't read my handwriting. He chases the one, and he tur- and the it turns to oh, him. He gets a gun, and he points it to the back of his head. And he's like, motherfucker, what do you want with my kid? And the guy turns around, and the gun is shaking. Yeah. Like, you're never going to get a clean shot like that, dude. Come on. And the settle. guy, like, opens his face and lights. He's a deadite. Uh, blinding light, John shields his eyes, but he can't see. So he was saying he was blinded by the light? Mm. He was wrapped up like a douche. Another runner in the night? Yeah. <laughs> Once his vision returns, the man's gone. Back at John's house, he and Diana come to the realization that the last date is the apocalypse, and that it will happen tomorrow. He's like, wow, way to give us fucking notice. Diana says her mom could have made this all up, but John says, nah, because all the rest have been right. She cries and goes to lay down with her daughter. John does the same. The kids talk about the whisper people, too, a little bit, don't they? Or is that not until the next day? They they say we can go with them. Yeah, they want us to go with them. Mm -hmm. I can hear them and all that shit. Yeah, both kids hear them. Who said that? The whisper people. Uh, Actually, Caleb says he can hear the whisper men speaking to him. And then he asks John if they're all going to die. John promises him that he will not let Caleb die. That's a weird you and me forever, whatever sign language thing that they do every once in a while for each other. Don't you get your nose out of my ass. Whoa, Elaine. Sorry. What? (laughs) The next morning. Oh, sorry. It was the dog. Sorry, it was the dog. My fault. (laughs) You're going to listen to this episode one day and you're going to be like, what? (laughs) It's six months when she catches up. She's going to be mad at me. Look look at the look she's giving me. She wants to put her beat on me like, oh, fine. Next, the dog. next morning, John goes... Now I'm putting my feet on you. And uh, asks Abby what she wants for breakfast. My fingers between your toes. She is focusing on coloring a picture from her grandma's house. At first I thought, is she writing the numbers? No, no. <laughs> One of the pictures was from the Bible, and it yeah. was from Ezekiel? Yeah. I'm not sure. It I was the look- Metatron. I didn't look up the passage, but it's one of those passages where somebody is gets is given a vision from God about the. It might be like Peter or whatever. So well, you whenever see, someone thought they were talking to God, you see in the sky the vision or from God, and you see one of the depictions, uh, the weird depictions of the angels as a four-faced lion, lion, multiple one, spheres. Yeah, some weird. Like yeah, the angels in the Bible are pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's a bunch of eyes. Yeah. Like that's an angel. Yeah. Or a beholder, either way. <laughs> well, she's coloring the picture. Low pan nose. She's coloring the picture from her grandma's house or trailer or whatever. In the center of it is uh, was God in a circle, but she colors it in yellow. She goes, "Look, it's the sun." And from that, Caleb's like, like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> All this heat. He says shit. He actually says and shit. And I've done research on roller flare on roller flares. <laughs> yeah, the roller flares. Flares. Like, You know what happens next? Yeah. 
<laughs> he knows he's got to cover his ass. Could you just... I'm so tired of hearing that in every single fucking episode. You know what? I bet he likes to go box. I bet she doesn't. <laughs> I did... Uh, and I'll say what I always say. Nobody likes go bots. I did look it up, or was looking at some stuff. Solar planet. flares? And you know how the world was supposed to end in 2012? It wasn't supposed to end. Mm-hmm. Well, the that, mind, no, that was what everyone said. The, the mind, mind calendar, calendar ended. ended in 2012 right. <laughs> because they got to the end of the calendar. Our calendar ends every year, and we don't automatically think that that's it. Well, in 2012, uh-huh. we we were supposed to get hit by a solar flare like this. Mm-hmm. We missed it by a week. Not not world ending, but definitely technology ending. And I was like, damn, didn't happen. Well, Actually, there's a there's one of those theories that the world did end in 2012, we didn't and that we're in, we're all in purgatory. We're all dead and in purgatory, and that's not. why things are so awful. Did I ever tell you what the nuns told me about purgatory? No. So we're I asked a lot of kids when I was I asked a lot of questions when I was in. Uh, I did too. They hated that they shit. They don't like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They especially they don't like when you ask about vibrators. But we'll I that. never asked about vibrators. That I hope you don't. I but, asked uh, the question about Noah's Ark. I'm like, what they eat? Well, <laughs> yeah, one, well, one was they manna were, from heaven. God one, supplied them food. Well, one they told me in, in the nuns' sex education class, which was a blast, by the way. <laughs> they would tell us how not to worry about sex because women derive no pleasure from sex. And I said, well, what are vibrators for? And then she goes, get out get of out. my class. And I was like, okay. But another one they asked, uh, one time the priest came and was, at, and was telling us about the end of the world and stuff. And, he, and I was like, I don't understand the end of the world. And he's like, well, what don't you mean? And I was like, so if you go to hell, you suffer or whatever. And if you go to purgatory, you suffer. And sometimes you go to heaven and stuff. I said, but at the end of the world, what is all these, all these people don't get judged. They're just going to go to hell or heaven. That doesn't seem fair. He goes, no, no, don't worry. The end times are so terrible that no matter what hap- no matter what bad stuff that you've done, it makes up for it. And I was like, oh, good. Well, that's nice to tell a little kid. That's, that's not true, though. Well, I, mean, I, I assume. Are you a priest? No. I have some knowledge of the tribulation times. And what happened... Uh, uh, the dog does as to, well. According to most biblical scholars, scholars. what happens is... So the rapture happens. Yeah. So all the people that are already saints and would go to heaven if they died right this second get taken okay. up. Peace out. And everybody else is left in this earthly purgatory. Yeah. Now, those who become saints during this purgatory time, then they get to live at the end. But the ones that choose evil and choose the Antichrist, well, they just, I guess, poof into dust. Oh, I've heard different. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard the... Uh, Revelation, where the dead come back, and then the monster comes from the ocean and yeah. eats people, and then Lucifer shows up, and people fall. You know, there's the whole. It's a, well, it's a lot of suffering in the last well, well, couple of months or years. But like, mm-hmm. there's supposed to be like Christ defeats Lucifer, and then there is. Yeah, the and I was gonna say, I think Al Pacino I'll, nailed it. Consider the source, son. <laughs> but that's, I mean, there's differing theories depending on how you interpret all that stuff, but. Like, the thing with, like, the end of the world is if you're a good person and you become a believer or whatever, then you get saved in the special little category where you get to live in heaven. Regardless. What if you're an all right person? We know you have to be, a, you have to believe. You have to oh. be a saint. And not, like, a saint as in, like, St. Mark or St. Luke. But you have to be considered a saint by God. And how do you become a saint? By doing what they told you to do? I'm just saying. It's a really good way to get you to do what they want, huh? I'm not saying that. Just saying. I'm just saying that that's... If I'm selling sticks, say how great you these sticks one. are. Depending on what chapter of the Bible you, lead, you read depends on what being a saint means. So. Right. 
Well, let's see. I think we'd all just agree. He loads everyone up, and they go to the observatory. Yeah. He mm-hmm. tells his friend there, uh, through the use of a CGI mini model that he's made. <laughs> he's like, remember when we wrote that paper on solar flares? He's like, yeah, sure. A solar flare will blast off the sun and destroy our ozone layer, basically killing everything. And then he's like, we have to tell somebody. He's like, well, they already know. How would you know they already know? When I first learned about solar flares that scared the shit out of me. I was like, so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Anytime the sun just decides to have a bad day, you can take everything out. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much like that all (laughs) over the universe. It's like, oh, well, shit. So any day just could just, like, no warning. The sun could just go bloop and we're done. Yes. Yep. Cool. Or a black hole could fly into us. There's one headed this way. At, I think they said five million miles an hour. Yeah. But it, you know, it's not going to get to us in the time that matters. But it could. You know, there's the Big Bang crunch could just tear the fucking universe apart because it ran out of energy. There's all kinds of terrible. Shit. I watched the whole video on it. That's so it's going to be expansion. And then there's the always the asteroid that kills us yeah. because they your parties. Pardon, sir, it's a big ass sky. Yeah, sky. Like when you start really getting into astronomy, it's scary. Yeah. Like it's some scary shit. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. You there mean was... to tell me that the fucking sun can just shut off one day and that's it? Well, there was one thing I, I watched that was really sad. It's like, uh, I forget what they call it, but there's a certain time limit to where if we don't get to space, we won't. Because the universe is expanding, right. and we're moving through it, but it's expanding far faster away from us. So if we don't get out into space to other planets, there'll be a point where we can't get to, no matter what technology we come up with. And we look at the sky, there's only going to be like a couple of stars and shit like that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. But, but what's going to happen after that? They, they don't know. Like it, might, said, it might go so far that like rubber band snaps and everything is just gone, or yeah. it might contract. And they we said, have no idea. And they said scientists, it'll be sad if they don't have our stuff because they'll be like, they won't know what's in there because there won't be any stars that we can see and that kind of shit. Like, yeah, like it's really scary. We'll probably all be dead by then. Oh, yeah. Now it's going to happen on Tuesday. I have this list of numbers. Oh, shit. <laughs> I better call somebody. Uh, well, I'm not Who, the Ghostbusters? Yes. <laughs> If there's something strange. Well, I think... We and it don't look good. I think we, desperate times call for desperate measures. I need to get with Gozer and see if we can work some shit out. Well, John's upset because what's the fucking point of knowing, get it, all this? He can't stop <laughs> a solar flare. Nope. <laughs> Diane hears this and runs off crying. John follows her, tries to comfort her. And she says, well, what if we go underground? She said, I know where some caves are. He goes, I mean, that could be possible. I mean, you could tell he's totally appeasing her. Yeah. Just he, to, he, he, he just stole her hope. That's that's why the government wouldn't kill you, because you don't want to steal their hope. Kill you? Wouldn't tell you. Tell you, sorry. Yeah. The government would totally but, kill you. Yeah, one hundred percent kill you. But you can't you can't take away all of their hope. What about because this is our eraser? They'll never come after you if we plot their story. Nah man, ask Epstein. <laughs> so they go home and load up a bunch of supplies. Caleb hears the whispers again. <laughs> <laughs> John says, F this, and opens his dead wife's last gift. It's a locket with her and John and Caleb's picture in it. John gives in, calls his dad. They kind of make up a little bit. He tells him that, look, the end is coming tomorrow. Take mom, find an underground shelter, maybe fuck at the sewers, anything. His dad says, no, if this is it, I'm ready. He's a, that's a fucking gangster answer. He's like, nah. Well, I mean, we know that he is a very religious person and a lot of older religious people are like it's my time it's my time he's like i'm going home to see jesus i mean i mean by the time you get to be 65 you or 
75, you might just be ready if it's my time to me because I feel like shit every day. Well, again, because what are you preserving? You know, it's like, when we going to live 10 more years? I'll just burn up things. <laughs> Instead of living in dark I caves. I mean, uh, eating, eating yeah. what would really suck if the day sunless world. What would really be funny is if the day before you finally met a vampire. Oh. Ah. Where you been, motherfucker? We've been looking for you. Don't you listen to our podcast? She's like, yeah, man, that Harley Davidson one. <laughs> She's right. Queen, Queen of the Damned is shit. <laughs> well, the phone starts cracking and then cuts off. Caleb's kind of uh, in a trance, writing numbers. John takes the paper away from him. Caleb starts carving it into the wood with a pen. He takes that away from him. He starts clawing at the desk with his fingernails. John shakes him out of it. John remembers uh, Diana's grandmother... And uh, returns to, you know, her whole... The teacher. Yeah, no. well... Yeah, the teacher that found her yeah, said that she was under the gym or whatever in a closet. And I like how the young grandmother is the same actress that plays Abby, the girl, whatever her name is, I forget. Abby. Yeah, Abby. Yeah. Same actress. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she's a whole lot less creepy when she's Abby. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Goes to the school, smashes in... Looks, looks at the closet. He drives him to the school, and she's like, this is not the caves. And he's like, I just need this one thing. Yeah. And he gets a door. He takes the door and uh, uses a scraper. here's another it. time that he should have been explaining shit a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Because right now, he just looks crazy. He's like, those numbers are everything. And in the goose, it's like, well, why didn't you just let your son finish writing the numbers? <laughs> because he didn't realize what he was doing yeah. until after he stopped him. <laughs> well, Diana is furious. She runs, grabs the kids... And switches cars. Nah. Why would you switch cars? He yeah, they get he back to the house. His keys in his truck a lot. A lot. They get <laughs> yeah. When he was at the gas station, that shit would have been stolen. Yeah, too yep. sweet. But they get back to the house. He takes the door and he's scraping the paint off. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And then she decides that she is taking the kids and she's getting the caves. And she takes his kid, yeah. which is kidnapping. It's not okay. He <laughs> did a natural disaster. It's not a natural disaster. I mean, this it, is a world-ending event. This is what they call Armageddon. It is a natural. <laughs> so we call global disaster. <laughs> what kind of damage are you talking? Total, total. Not even bacteria survive. Oh. So John gets the coordinates. Uh, we don't know that though. Yeah, the bacteria wouldn't survive. Yep, and runs out to. It survives in a lot of weird places. It does. Mm-hmm. Like every time they're like, nothing can survive here. Like, what about that? Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. They're like, hey, we dug deep into the earth, and there's fucking bacteria down here. <laughs> But uh, goes to run out to tell Diana about the coordinates. She gone. He screams, stole his kid. Screams, jumps in his truck, and takes off after them. They're ghosts. Diana tells Abby that the whisperers uh, went. So this is where like they talk about the whisper people, and they tell them, and they tell Diana that they just want them to come with them. That they'll be fine if they like the whisper people aren't bad. They just they talk to us, and they want us to come with them. But this, they won't hurt us. It's fine, Mom. This upsets Diana as she's driving and weaving through traffic. That dirty Diana. <laughs> Caleb wants to call John, but the cell phones are down. See another song about a Diana. That's not good. Dirty Diana? Dirty Diana. You know what the song's about? It's about Michael Jackson's girlfriend named Diana. She's the dirty Diana because he has another girlfriend that he's not with. Hmm. What? That song's about infidelity. <laughs> you never listen to the word, have you? I mean, I have, but I don't know that I got the whole message. I have a lot. I thought she was cheating on him. 
But no. maybe I need to re-listen or not because I don't really like that song, so I usually change it. I mean, Slash fucking kills it in that song. But... I mean, Slash kills it in every song. He's not Slash. Song, but yeah, he's Slash. Song. He's slashing it. I mean, let's be honest. Michael Jackson didn't write that song. <laughs> he sang the hell out of it, though. Well, it's tough to get guess. While she does this, the government announces, hey, by the way, don't worry about two days from now. <laughs> Better fill up on gas. Now you're fine. Yeah. Everyone freaks out. <laughs> Caleb, Didn't start riding. As, as they would. Caleb sees a payphone. This is why dad. they wouldn't tell anybody. There's dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Walls that true? of the 50 withered precinct were bleeding. Is that true? Yes. This man has no dick. I'm going to buy him a fruit basket. So Caleb sees a payphone, calls his dad. While this is happening, the whisperers pull up. Diane gets on the phone. John explains that the coordinates are her mom's trailer. That's why she moved there. That's where we need to be. Diane says, no, no, the caves. The caves will save us. John says, fuck the caves. The caves, caves aren't going to save us. Gonna save like, the us. caves are going to save us. She's the like, radiation. but you said they could save us. And he's like, no, no. That's what I we was call lying. pillow talk. Right? <laughs> Wait, did I miss the part where the whisperer people killed the kids? No. No. Except this doesn't happen. Okay. I, I took the kids. No, okay. No, that's about to happen. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I love how she's like dead set on these caves like that. It's like, first of all, you don't want to live in the world after this happens because <laughs> there's no food. He's like, the radiation will penetrate a mile deep. Yeah, we're dead. You're just going to die in a cave. <laughs> the whispers take Diane's car, Diane's car, with the kids in it. And she freaks out, steals someone else's car, and chases them down. Why don't you take the whisper people's car? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but she just stole somebody's car. She's acting like a real asshole right now. Mm-hmm. But um, she's a real scumbag, not class acts like we got here. It's like the light dims just for her. As the uh, as she's chasing them, a truck smashes into the side of her car, and she did. She yep. wakes up for a second and sees a black rock. John gets to the gas station. People tell him what's up. The lady was here screaming. Someone took the kids. She chased after them. So Which he, way did she go that way? He jumps in the truck, chases after him, sees a wreck, and stops. Okay. He sees the EMTs load her into an ambulance, yeah. luckily. Because he wouldn't know what the car looked like yeah. that she stole, and it's not her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do a little rubbernecking, and then you call ass because someone's got your fucking kid that might be a monster or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this person is. I mean, her mother was the... No, the messenger. At this point, the kids were kidnapped. Her kids were kidnapped. Yeah. So they're with the whisper. They're people. not. They don't even, know what any car. Is. They don't, he doesn't even know. They're not with the crazy lady that wouldn't listen to me. They're with somebody else. <laughs> Child he, molesters who maybe want to get it on before the end of the world. We don't know. We don't know. It's the, <laughs> like we don't know it's the whisper people. We don't well, know who it was. Real quick. <laughs> Might be a grizzly bear. Elaine doesn't know what the whisper people want with these kids, and they Elaine is really freaked tires. out. Okay. Elaine was very freaked out by the Whisper people the whole time. I find them very menacing and mm-hmm. creepy, and I don't know what they're going to do to these kids. I don't like it at all. Oh, the answer is nothing. I know, but I didn't know that. They're going to turn into a skinless thing with a brain you can I see. I didn't know that. Fly. He sees the MTs. And I was like, I want to fly! <laughs> load Diana onto an ambulance. They try to resuscitate her, shock her and stuff. She dies. It's 15 seconds after midnight, just like Mommy said. He tells her he's sorry, and he sees that she's in her dead in her hand is she's clutching a black rock. And then he knows, oh my God, the whisper people have the kids. John goes to the cabin. There are fresh tire tracks leading into the forest, so he follows them. They stop at the place, uh, and it's 
he stops at this one place covered in black rocks. He drives a little bit further, finds Diana's car, but it's empty. Uh, so he runs around with a flashlight. Finds one of the whisperers, demands that he gives his son back, points a gun at him. Didn't work last time, but why not? <laughs> uh, Caleb runs over to him with a bunny in his hand. Abby has a bunny. He has this a is bunny my friend at the house. But it wasn't this the same. This is not the same yeah. bunny. <laughs> Abby has one too. Caleb explains that they're safe with the whisperers. Happy Easter. And he's like, oh, what, yeah. are you, what are you talking <laughs> Today's about? Today's Easter when we record That's why this. I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a huge, uh, crazy spaceship comes down. John falls on his knees like, holy shit. This is a lot to take in. Caleb says, look, it's time to go. So we've been chosen, so let's go. And Caleb, John, and Abby all approach. But the whisper stops stops them and psychically tells Caleb that, no, John can't come. He's not one of the chosen. <laughs> Only the kids can come. All right. Mm-hmm. So here is my question. Lucinda heard the whispers yep. as a child. Yep. And then later, and she apparently heard the whispers her whole life. Yep. Mm-hmm. So would she have been able to go? I think so. Yes. So it's not necessarily just children. It's whoever can chosen. hear them or the chosen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess. I would assume mostly Don't children would make sense, but. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. But mm-hmm. John tries to reason with the whisperer, uh, but he's like, no, dude, backs, walks off with Abby. He's like, please, what about that? And the guy walks away like, all right. John tries to be brave for Caleb because this is the only way his son will survive. get on the ship and survive. Obviously, Caleb doesn't want to go without his dad, but John convinces him to go. He gives him the locket and uh, hugs him and does a little face-off thing in this movie to him. <laughs> And then the ship takes face off. Thing? There's we... special sign language the, handshake. You and me forever. Is Sean Archer? Is it Sean Archer? Yeah. Yeah. Sean Archer did. Um, the ship takes away, but the whispers turn into energy beings, and <laughs> then they all book out. When they... So... The scene is really cool. <laughs> so the ship comes down from the sky, or the portal to heaven is opened. I don't know. It could go either way. <laughs> Whatever you believe. And they lose their bodies, and they turn into energy beings, and the, and then the kids they walk into the center of like the tractor beam energy portal elevator, sure. and they all rise up. And I when they rise the stairway up, stairway to heaven. And when they rise up, the the whisper people the have wings all of a sudden, like translucent mm-hmm. wings, uh, yeah. like they're angels. It was really cool, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, are they aliens or? Because then I'm like aliens, and then I'm. Because you remember, like, the picture from the Bible, and I'm like, are they supposed to be messengers of God? Is this a ship a real ship, or is it just a portal to heaven? Like, I was very, all of a sudden, I was very intrigued by what was happening. (laughs) Well, John's a wreck, but at least his son is safe. He has no idea. He might have went up there and put anal probes in. He ain't safe here, so fuck it. Jump on that. Good luck, kid. As the ship leaves, we see a bunch of them are leaving. Um, mm-hmm. taking off from the earth and they all warp away and John collapses in despair. He wakes up the next day laying in the pile of rocks. It's raining it's on him. raining on his face. He gets into his truck. The world has started to collapse. Crazy colors in the sky, riots, fires, explosions, He just calmly drives through it. Drives mm-hmm. through and his And everybody like parts. He's the only guy driving. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about in that movie that uh, we did where... War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Where they like are attacking Someone. him for his car. Although... It wasn't that cars didn't work and he had the only functional vehicle. Also, we saw that also <laughs> in... I also want to know, what's where the, the zombie fuck is everybody movie? going? Yeah, no. But we also saw that in the zombie movie, too. Like, they... 
in the opening sequence where the nurse leaves her house. Dawn of the Dead. In yeah. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. Like, they, the guy comes People and steals her car. Yeah. <laughs> but where? Where the fuck are yeah. you going? Yeah. The world's going to end. Steal Not a car. Here. Where are you going? Not yeah. here. No, there's no safe place. The entire earth is about to cook. Yeah, but it suddenly becomes the purge. And you're like, you know what? The world's going to end. So I'm going to go kill Steve because I've hated him for years. I'm going to go steal Lamborghini because you know, I always wanted to drive one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded of um, a great movie, Love Actually, where it says, you know, when the planes hit the Twin Towers, all the calls were calls of love. Mm-hmm. No one called to say, I hate you. So you'd be going to see people that you love. You would not be going, I'm going to go kill Steve. That's what I would be doing. But... Really? You wouldn't want to come hang out with me? You want to go fucking kill Steve? Go fuck yourself. That's not what she was saying. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. I wouldn't have left the house. I'd be in my jam jams watching Marvel movies one last time. We would be, we would be, favorite book. <laughs> we would be deep in a debate about what movie we want to watch next because we want to have the perfect you last movie. You would lose movie. a movie's time worth of arguing about which movie we're going to watch. It would be Thor Ragnarok because it would be apropos. God, you can okay. So you're gonna die. You can only watch one movie. Oh my god! What you, you gonna watch? You know me. I'm not gonna. Watch I know you. Movie. You. <laughs> Carly's doing a puzzle. Big trouble in Little China. That's Sold. what you're watching. I'll do Wait. it. That's or, a good compromise. Well, you know, you gotta pick a separate movie. No, we're gonna watch it together. No, you get you get no, two the, movies then. No, the world ends where it's together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what two movies are you watching then? Oh. Big Trouble in China's one, and I guess for you we'll do Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, oh that's that's sweet. <laughs> and then if we're still alive. Thor Ragnarok. Thor. <laughs> we'll catch the beginning. <laughs> Fast forward, like, honey, the fire's coming. All right, hold on a second. This is where he like, fights Hulk. How, what do I got? 50 I son, of, hear, I son of a bitch. I no, thought no, you were I dead. All right, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. I'm out. Oh, man. Can we time it? Just, let's just pause it. Piss off, ghost, and wait until we're about to burn up. <laughs> uh, what are you What's you watching? Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Turn um, Really? Uh, Something with vampires in it. Jaws. I don't know. Jaws? You're going with Jaws? That's interesting. Maybe. It's slow, though. He fell I'm asleep. It'll make you. It'll... With headphones on, reading a book. <laughs> what happened? Tony fell asleep in his last movie. Yeah. Tony fell asleep on me watching this movie. <laughs> Only for a few minutes. I'll be playing a game on my phone. I can't believe you're playing a game on your phone. I don't let this I don't need but I can get one more level at Candy Crush. <laughs> get to the pearly gates. They're like, we don't care what you did on Earth. What was your level on Candy Crush? 43. You're right. Yeah, she's way higher than that. Yeah, 43 is low. I don't know. Crush. I don't play Candy Crush. I've never I met, played. But... I'm at like 4,000. <laughs> she's an archangel. 43 is like the first like, Elaine, here's your wings and your fiery sword. Go smite the demons. Wow, she's low I've actually been playing this other game on my phone called Merge Dragons. Don't, you don't even, it's terrible. Is that the one with the eggs? Oh, yeah, it, I'm so sucked into it. But I was on a three-year daily Candy Crush streak where I played it every day because they track it. And you hey, get can we things. talk about that later? And I missed it because I was playing Merge Dragons and I was pissed. Can we talk about that later because we're at the end of his movie. Okay, so he, blah, 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 everything's blowing up and dying. He See? drives to his dad's house. His sister is there. Um, they ask about Caleb. He says, he's safe. And that was it. They go, Tony no goes, thing further. That means he killed him. That means he shot him in the head. Like in 30 days. I'd be like, at least oh, I'd be like, terrible. he got raptured. Oh, because they fucking, he shoots everybody. Have you ever seen Although, the, the, the dad is sure that he's going to get raptured. Uh, so. I think so, yeah. yeah. The ending of that, man. Where he shoots his kids and then mm-hmm. five minutes later, everything's fine. Everything's fine, yeah. They don't kill kids in movies. 
far as you know. Well, I've never seen The Mist, but Tony just spoiled the ending for me. I mean, you wouldn't like it anyway. It's not your kind of movie. Uh, probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably do it next. But he says... <laughs> Wait, what? For next Carly's birthday? birthday month. I know, The Mist. No. <laughs> you love killing kids, though. Oh, my God. I'm not. The no. Mist of Avalon. <laughs> they all embrace... That's a miniseries, and it's pretty good. She didn't do it. They all embrace <laughs> each other as the wall of fire rushes across the earth, destroying everything and Killing everyone. everybody. Like, even the rich people. We see the ships... And the movie stars. And LeBron James. All gotta go. We see the ships all land on a beautiful Earth-like planet. The kids are all, or whoever, are dropped off. They and they change their golden, clothes. Yeah. They have some kind of, like, potato sacks It looks like they're wearing on. linen. It looks like they're wearing linen. It's fine muslin. And they're dropped off in the Garden of Eden, and they head towards the big tree with their bunnies. Yep. And I'm like, don't eat the apple! Because he does say the whisper... <laughs> we're gonna go with the whisper people so we can start over. And the first or thing is you, it? Was there a post-credit flash one scene? No. no. It's the end of the earth. But that was my question: Was did everybody on the ships have to do the, the dumb number thing? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They were the chosen, so they heard the whispers. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have to do. Maybe the they're all thing. psychic. They wouldn't have to do the dumb number thing. So if they could hear the whispers, the dumb number thing was for us. Because Maybe. Abby didn't do the numbers, she j- but she still heard the whispers. But they tried to warn them about what was coming. Why? And if they did, if more than if they could whisper at more people, then why weren't these numbers all over the fucking place? Well, I guess over the Lucinda years. had a seat on the ship, mm-hmm. but she died. The the numbers drew made and her it's crazy. A dr- it's a drug overdose. Made like, her crazy, so they gave it to. Her granddaughter. It seems like she saw more than just these numbers, though. Like, she... She probably had a lot of those apocalypse dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Like Caleb did through the window. Yeah, I forgot about that. And she knew the exact moment her daughter would die. That wasn't on the list. That'll fuck you up. Yeah. So she probably knew more than just the major disasters. Maybe hearing the whispers opens you up to this psychic... Puts you on the channel to... The Doomsday Channel... The and, and you just tune in more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would fuck you up. It is weird that she started 50 years earlier, too, though. Like, we didn't... Yeah. I mean, we didn't hear about it, but I, I guess nobody else really got that either. Um, it's interesting. Unanswerable questions. So what did you think... Carly. Oh. oh! All right. I had a very hard time picking a favorite character. So I went with Caleb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He was in the movie. Yeah. And he was a good kid. No, I just he let got you himself out. up and ready for school and he called his dad and was like, Hey, you forgot to pick me up and he you know, he he had to he had to be older than he should have been because his dad um wasn't on top of shit. Uh, my least favorite character <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Whisper People. <laughs> Although they ended up being Angels. good. So mm. he could have been less creepy saving <laughs> the chosen few, I'm just saying. My favorite scene was when they went to her mom's creepy house. <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was in terror the whole time that they were gonna find a monster or the whisper people were gonna kill I them. Think that's why I liked oh it. Oh my god. What's gonna happen here? Like I had oh. the anticipation. <laughs> no. <laughs> my favorite line was um 
was when they said the whisper people. They said we could go with them if we chose to. Who did? The whisper people. Because I remember thinking, that's kind of silly. <laughs> or terrifying. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object were the bunnies. The bunnies. <laughs> Good one. I don't... Uh, eh, I'll give it a maybe. Eh. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's fine. <laughs> like... Uh, my favorite character is Reverend Al Sharpton. Kestler, Kostler, his dad. His dad. <laughs> because the dad is your favorite character. Yeah, I don't. He's like barely him. in it. I don't like any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I find I find like Abby isn't in it enough for me to want to pick her as a character really she either. And. Um, Right, I me, don't like don't you, Jack. I don't like Rose. Don't like I Caleb, I thought the, was creepy too. We don't need your thought process. Why? Mm. Yes, you do. This is the whole point. Is I get to give my thoughts. I don't know. I don't need to get, go go through every character of the movie. Go. This is why I didn't pick this character. This is why I didn't pick this character. It'll take forty five minutes. It really makes me upset <laughs> when you get mad you. when we talk about the movie. You're like, this is taking too long. Stop talking about the movie. But then, when you're on some weird tangent that has nothing to do with the movie, and we're trying to hurry you back to the movie, you're like, well, you're always going on tangents. No, dude, I'm trying to talk about the movie. You know, Crocodile Dundee, too. That was an actual night. Uh, it really yeah. drives me crazy. I've been listening to the back catalog a lot, and it's been really eye-opening. Is that what you about, home and you're just mad at me? About, about how often you yell at us for talking about the movie. Because you think we should be done talking about the movie. Which is the whole point of what we're doing. Anyways, my least favorite character is the Whisper People. Oh, they saved all the babies. I don't need that kind of babies. No, not all the babies. And I found them very terrifying. The, like, the suspense and the menace surrounding these, I mean, whatever. Very upsetting to me, the majority of the movie. Um... My favorite scene is when he figures out what the numbers mean. Like he's drunk, he look at it, and then he has this revelation and he's doing all the Google research. I just, I like that. Um, my favorite line is the very last line in the movie where the dad says, this isn't the end, son. And he says, I know. Because he's somehow gotten his faith in God back. I mean, when you see a wall when, of fire coming at you, you're like, you know what? You know, I there's an old saying, there's no atheists in foxholes. But I gave my son to the magic aliens, and I believe in God again. He's been through a lot. Uh, yeah, my favorite... When you're, you're, when you're faced with the, um, there's nothing, or there's something, you're going to go with something. But I just liked to, I just liked how he was kind of like, I know. She's very accepting. And he's knowing. Uh, my favorite tertiary object That's was the, the, the bunny movie. rabbits, <laughs> so I will have to go with my second. Better not steal mine. In their house, there was this really cool stained glass window, which is kind of hard to see because the house was always like in shadow as if it was, it was old and decrepit. Yeah. 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 The lights dim just for him. Yes, they made their house look like it was old and decrepit, like kind of like in the voices where when he's in his delusion, everything is clean, but when he's out of his delusion, we see how disgusting his house is. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. Like. Are we supposed to think his house is like really dirty and covered She's in still dust? Talking. Falling it's apart. Weird. Yeah. But there was a stained glass window in the stairway and it was really cool. So I'll go with that. Um, I'm gonna say Maybake because I think I would watch this again now. What is Mr. Fluffy? He's a cat. <laughs> 
Okay. Elaine has been doodling. <laughs> but it's Mr. Fluffy, it's named, and it's <laughs> underlined. It's very important that Mr. Fluffy, is this Mr. Sun? <laughs> or is that God? I don't know. Okay. But that, I drew a little cat that I named him Mr. Fluffy. It's all good. Okay. I was just curious. Again, this is a conversation we're going to have later. I'm just saying it's underlined. When stuff's underlined, it's important. Maybe Mr. Fluffy was in this movie. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna give it a maybe because I might watch. I would watch on. this again now that I know it's not terrifying <laughs> to see mummy. if I After can find mummy, more yeah. references to heaven and stuff like yeah, that. I would be intrigued. I can see that. Johnny. Oh shit! I finally get to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was on my. Don't put it the face. I'm listening attentively to your thoughts on this movie <laughs> because that's what we do on this podcast. I don't think you, is this your first episode? Because <laughs> it's not what we do on this podcast. Oh, anyway, man. my favorite character mm-hmm. uh, is. Caleb, because why not? <laughs> My least favorite character is Diane, or Diane, whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah, she stole terrible. someone's kid, and she's fucking terrible. She has a series of bad decisions, and she gets hit by a car because of her bad decisions, which seems a bit excessive, but hey, play with fire. Um, my favorite scene is at the end when they get to go up in the spaceship, because they all get to fly, and I want to fly. Mm-hmm. My favorite fly. line... Is oh shit I lost it. Oh, oh here it is. When Stacy asked John, "Well, what do you believe in?" I think shit just happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's that's me. That's a good line. That's what you believe. Yeah, but that was early on. So that's my line. And my favorite tertiary object, Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> I have a second. I expected him to be in more of the movie, and he just wasn't. Because you forget, in two thousand nine, Liam Hemsworth wasn't a thing. Yeah. Is he a thing now? Uh, yeah. Maybe. He's, he, well, he's not Chris Hemsworth. No. <laughs> I he was in, uh, he's a Welcome Back to Podcast from, or did we do the... Uh, Expendables 2? Yeah. I think we did do was Expendables 2, yeah. I think, yeah. 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 So he's, the back the they, he's the one they kill, right? Yeah, that was Bill yeah. and the Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will yay this movie. Uh, I didn't remember, I remember seeing this once, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It had the fucking Crystal Skull ending, but... Other than that, I, I liked it. I liked the fact that it was like, hey, there's terrible things going to happen. What are we going to do to stop it? We're going to no. die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I, I enjoy that. Because not only, you know, the world and all sunshine are rainbows. The world is a mean and nasty place. He's not wrong. I feel like Liam, Tom, Liam Hemsworth is not a thing. Because he looked like he was going to be a thing. Because he was in the Hunger Games. And then he was in Independence Day Resurgence. And became not a thing. Uh, and- he hasn't, I mean... He did get passed up for Thor. He was in a TV miniseries about James and the Giant Peach where he played Ant Spiker. Ah. Mm. Oh, that old movie. Okay, anyway. Well, maybe he'll come back. All right. He's got time. Tony! Uh, My favorite character was John. Good name. My least favorite character was Diana. My favorite line was Shit Just Happens. My favorite scene was New Earth. And my favorite tertiary object was the black rocks. I thought they were cool. So my second tertiary object was um, creepy Lucinda at, at the thing, and she's holding a the balloon. balloon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, much balloon. Terrifying. We're <laughs> one color away from Elaine not sleeping. And I night. thought Tony was going to pick that because it, it had some If it was vibes. red balloons, I would have. Yeah. 99 with the The rocks, I, I thought about picking them as my favorite tertiary object, and I'm like, but I don't think they're tertiary. And I also wondered, because there were so many rocks around her cabin, I wondered if that was some kind of byproduct of their ship or they were just something. Rocks. 
What is that? that? That's a rock. Every time you interact Welcome with the people, rock. they give you a, a rock. rock. So she has a million of them. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, you're going to eat it. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Yeah. Carl, <laughs> not gonna, do it's not going to blow your doors off, but it's it's fun. It's watchable. Watch it. It's definitely, it definitely worse movies that he's been It's quite so dark. Because a couple times I was like, man, I can barely see what's happening on the screen. It's one yeah. of those dark movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not wrong on that. So, anyways. Anyways. Find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Let us know if you like this movie. If you think it's very similar to Signs or some other movie. Um, what you like best. And tune in. Next week. On the podcast. For Carly's Pick. We are going to do 2003's Down With Love. Starring Disturbed. Down with Disturbed. Yeah, because they're down with sickness. Uh-huh. No. Huh? no, they're down with love. Oh. <laughs> Saying love is an illness, I believe in I love, and I believe Tony, in cancer. I was like, what song are you going to do? He's like, I might do Grandma Joe. <laughs> well, I was going to do the other one, but you took it. So. Also, you know what would have been a good one? It's the end of the world. <laughs> that wouldn't have been bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, Treat Your Mother Right by Mr. T. That's always quality. It's a classic song. Whenever someone doesn't know that song, I have to stop what we're doing and play it. I'm like, you need to see I didn't video. know it until I met you. You're Actually, welcome. until you guys did the wrestling podcast, because it never came up. <laughs> well, it's it's a piece of Americana. It's like Fonzie's leather jacket. It's like Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah, you know, also very 80s. <laughs>